episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Nick. As always, I got Evan with me. Yes. Hello. Evan, Happy to be here. How are you? How are Doing you? pretty good. How are you? Good. Just got living life. Work. Huh? You live in life? I'm just having a beer. That's it. There you go. That's it. That's it. Just got off work having a beer recording this podcast. Uh, this is episode 101. We are going to keep this one a bit short because this is a topic that I have no knowledge on. Evan is the one who has the most knowledge about this topic. Um, out of us, too. In- out of us, clear. too. And I'm interested to hear you know, more about what we're going to talk about. Before we get into that, let's plug our sponsors and let us just, just bullshit for a quick second. We'll do this episode. So again, WASD is sponsored by Final Boss Clothing and Doc Longy. I am wearing the Parappa the Rappa t-shirt. It's fucking phenomenal. I think they're all gone now. Check the website. Friday. Uh, Kate Bush is up on the website until Sunday. Uh, so if you're trying to get a Kate Bush shirt, again, Final Boss was the first people to do it. You should probably buy it from them. Buy it from them. Do it. It's amazing. Doc Longy is working on some amazing drops right now behind the scenes that I've been fortunate to see. Uh, you guys are not gonna, you're not ready for it, but he does have some drops on his website as well. Links are always in the episode description. Check out our sponsors. They are amazing. And while you're at it, please check out the W the uh not the WASD Discord, but the Spawn Camp Discord. That link is also in our description for the episodes. Hop in, it's free. Game with us, chat with us, watch movies, watch TV, watch fight nights, whatever you want. Just come in and have a good time. If you're an asshole, you're getting booted. You're out. And lastly, what Evan? I said you're out. You're gone. You're out. That's it. Lastly. We uh, want to give a huge shout out to the entire Spawn Camp community. All the shows that work very hard to make Spawn Camp what it is. That's us, Diggity Podcast, Build Bros. And yes, and yes, soon to be OBO. It, I know, it's taking a minute. We're waiting. We, we, we will be having a meeting very soon, figuring out exactly what to do with OBO, how to bring it back, and how we would like to revitalize it as an entire group now that there is the Build Bros. And they're all fucking hilarious. Yes. They're going to fucking blend in perfectly for OBO. So get ready. Buckle up. That is happening soon. It's not Half-Life 3. It will happen. (laughs) All right. Evan, how was your day before we go into the main topic? Pretty good. You know, it's a pretty busy Monday, actually, honestly, which is which is crazy because, you know, Mondays where I work are are busy. um, And because of that, Mondays go by pretty quick. 
Like, it's not like I'm sitting there kind of waiting for things to happen. It usually goes right. by pretty fast. I should also add as well, if you hear a bunch of like feedback I, on this episode from me, it's because I have my AC on because it's hot in this sunroom. It's like How hot 80 was it de- when you first got in that room. 93 degrees. And that was an hour and a half ago, give or take. Cut them some slack. Cut yeah. So slack. like I'm, I'm sweating here for you people, um, which is fine. <laughs> Happy to do it. I don't have any qualms about it, especially because I'm so excited about this topic today. So excited. Yes. And I'm glad that yes. Nick wanted to do this, although I feel like it was a bit of a cop out for him because he's like, I know nothing about this. I'm going to just ramble for 45 minutes. No, you, you know what it was? <laughs> I was thinking on the way uh, to my grandmother's uh, yesterday, and I was like, you know, we do a lot of episodes that I choose. In the grand scheme sure. of it, like it's a lot of things where I... You're interested or passionate. So behind, behind the scenes of WASD is basically Evan and myself will write a list essentially of topics we want to talk about and then every week we throw a dartboard pretty much mental dartboard at the list yeah what do we want to talk about yeah especially if it's popping in the news like say like god of war for instance well we had to do hot fix on it we were already planning on doing a hot fix on it but now the uh it's announced it was announced has a release date and the collector's editions sold out yeah why would we not talk about it right so like this is an episode where i was like well there's a lot of a there's a lot for us to talk about, i.e. the season finale of The Boys, season three of The Boys as a whole, um, Sopranos. On video game related, there's a lot. Video game related, we're creating a backlog. But I was like, well, we've never talked about this on the show. Evan knows about this. Let's give Evan his own small episode little, for little like fun this time. topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not that you haven't had episodes prior. I mean, Last of Us was definitely an Evan-centric episode. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I knew about and I've played, but not to the extent that you've known about. It's like if we did a half life episode, you wouldn't be on. You you'd be asking questions. You, you know? What I mean? Yeah, there'd be stuff I wouldn't know. I played the games, but I don't know it to the extent that you know it. Yeah. Even though yeah. on the hundredth episode stream, I was fucking flubbing it. Yeah, you weren't apparently doing a good job. Time. Oh my god, Eric was like, I, I was like, I have played. I literally texted him I'm like, I played this game so much, dude. I don't know what's happening. He's like, you could have fooled me, and I went. All right, you Welsh bastard, listen up. I yeah. don't know what's happening here. Like, I'm telling you, I'm know. bad. <laughs> God damn it. I, I know I brought that up on Wednesday's episode, but that's fine. All right. We, we, we ready to get into it? Or You know what? What are you playing lately? What are you playing lately? Well, that's Before funny. We get into it. It's funny. It's kind of directly related today. <laughs> All right, so don't um, answer that question. Is yeah. there anything you're excited to play? That's a tough one. Um, yes, I'm excited to play a lot of games recently now. I just got another um, SSD, so I have a lot more space for games now. Um, so I'm very excited to... I already downloaded Sea of Thieves, just because I think that I think that, that'd be a great... This is kind of like a teaser, but I'd love for us to play it for just spawn camp purposes. Oh, would you? Would you? Because I get thrown in the fucking brig every game we play. That's and really then people good content. On me or like throw, no, they throw up on me. They don't pee on me. You can't pee on people in that game. But no, no, no. But we do, we do drink, get drunk, throw up in the buckets, and then we throw the buckets on you. We gotta. This is a, <laughs> so hey, come on, it's funny, it's though. it's barbaric to just throw up on somebody. You have to have a little bit of a, you know, <laughs> path about it. You gotta. You can't just like puke. You gotta. You gotta be. You know, clean. <laughs> so stupid. You're so fucking dumb, bro. No, like Sea of Thieves, I'd I like to play. play I'd like, I'd like to play that. Um, I've, I did download God of War because of how we were talking about it yesterday. I do want to play through that again. 
Um, which is funny because I want to play through it again and I loaded it up yesterday. And as I loaded it up, I was like, I don't want to sit through all this. Beginning. Like I, I didn't right. want to sit through all this stuff again. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking around for some other games to play and I've been kind of zooming around playing some other titles, if you will. Well, since you brought up God of War, I will do this right now. We actually had a listener question come in. Oh, really? So this is from Ed. Uh, he was hoping for us to... We'll, we'll do a quick discussion on this. How's that something? Then we'll get into the main topic. Sure. Because I think sure. it's actually a good idea. Sure. Um, I posted on Twitter, you know, the hotfix coming, and I posted a picture of Kratos. Whatever. Ed goes, I hope it's a hypothetical discussion on if the new God of War fails. Does that damage Sony's first party lineup for this year? Um, in my opinion, this game is not going to fail. It doesn't really have the room to fail. It could be overhyped, right? But I don't I really don't think so. Like God of War the last God of War came out and smashed expectations, no problem. Didn't have yeah. any fucking issues smashing expectations. Played fucking well. The game was gorgeous. The story was beautiful. The music was beautiful. Uh, Atreus and Kratos' chemistry is just amazing. And now that Atreus is going to be a young teenager in this game, yeah, like that's even more of like a dynamic, like father-son dynamic that we just haven't seen from Kratos yet. So yeah, not no. a lot of room to fuck this up. And if they do, if they do fuck this up, absolutely, it would damage their first party lineup. It would be, it wouldn't even be just like, it would, it would, I don't know if it would damage the rest of their games. I think it would just damage this. Like, I, but I, think I it would cause a lot of devs to step back and have to relook at their games, though. I guess, but I mean, it all depends on how it fails if it does. Like, if it fails due to a story aspect, you have a different situation on your hands for other things like Spider Man. Yeah. Or Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you have, yeah. you have different stories altogether, right? Like, you have, in terms of Spider-Man and Wolverine, you do have this sort of, you have so many different character arcs that you can draw from and so to, many series yeah. that you can go to. So you have these, you have a wealth of information. Whereas for this specific series of God of War, these, these two games, it's all on their own, right? They're all coming up with it as they go. But I typically like to give the benefit of the doubt for a lot of things like that, because I've seen a lot of things like that go incredibly right. Like, correct. A lot of, you know, in terms of other media like movies or TV, like as an example, a lot of people probably thought the same thing about the show Peaky Blinders because it was one guy who basically wrote he had help for the first season. But for the next for the subsequent five after that, he was on his own. So this whole right, story okay. that we were watching and following for six seasons, six years was one dude. So like I often and it ended fantastic like i'm not gonna spoil it because i know it's still kind of new to uh u.s viewers i had a vpn and i watched it so i was in britain for like a day or two cheater, cheater. <laughs> um but like i've seen things like that go really well so i don't feel like i don't feel like it has the room to fail like you said but i also don't it depends on what you define as failure because a lot of people said the last of us part two failed you know, Which because it because it didn't fit their narrative. So here's the thing. You've had five years since God of War 2018 came out, I think. So all these people. I'm I'm certain of it. So many people have come up with their own ideas in their head of how this game's going to go. And when it doesn't yeah. go that way, they're going to lose their minds. They're not going to be happy Half about it. Yeah, it, 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 like they're all going to be, you know, so engrossed in their own idea of how the story should have went. 
because they think it would do better or they think that their version went better. You know, everybody for part two of Last of Us wanted it to be Joel and Ellie adventures again. And it wasn't. So everybody... (laughs) Absolutely it wasn't. It certainly was not. And everybody lost their minds about it. And it's like, well, let's be honest. For me personally, I kind of would have been upset if I had waited eight years just to get more of the first. I, I, I liked the last of us for what last of us part two, the exactly how it was. Could I have done without a lot of the Abby segments? Oh, yeah, sure. To, yeah. Yeah. That's last of us. Th- that's understandable. But like, that's my, that's kind of what I'm trying to say, not to keep it all about that. But like, yeah, I think it really depends on what you define in that sense. And, and what, I don't think it's going to damage other games. I'll, I'll put, I'll put that out there. I don't think it's okay. going to damage Spider-Man two. I don't think it's going to damage Wolverine. I don't think it's going to damage, uh, whatever else I think it is damaging my camera as I appear to have issues with that. Um, yeah, but I, what's going on with that I have flipper. no clue that just started. It's never done that. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not getting another one. <laughs> episode I'm not, one. I'm not Season dealing three, with episode one. We're I'm, killing it already. I'm guys. not, I'm not dealing with razor customer support ever again. I'd rather just no. buy a steel series <laughs> sponsor me. No, um, so I, I agree with you. And yeah. I disagree. So the disagreements I have is this. I don't think it's going to be like God of War bombs, which it's it's not going to. I don't think it's, it's going to bomb. It's not going to. I think it's probably already made its money off of just the pre-orders alone. Yeah, absolutely. They're like I'm, They're gone. Uh, yeah, you yeah, I'm sure them. they've already made plenty back. So, what I think could happen, like I said, is in regards to damage, I think what I, Ed might mean is like pushback. And oh, like push? Case, uh, yeah. Yeah, so eh. absolutely. I think if this game fucking crumbles, I think it could push Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 and some other games back and let PlayStation kind of force their hand to tell their first party it's time to focus and double-check everything just in case. But again, it's God of War. There hasn't been a God of War flop. Really, there hasn't. Well, and I don't think like, they're going to ever tell like Insomniac to not do what they're doing or something like that. Like they, they're different no. studios. Like just cause they're under the same umbrella. Santa Monica, doesn't... Insomniac. Yeah. Naughty like they're Dog. not, yeah, they're not going to tell, they're not going to tell, for instance, they're not going to tell naughty dog to stop developing the multiplayer game for the last of us because God right. of war fails or bombs or right. whatever, you know, what have you. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I could see your point, but I don't think they're ever going to tell another studio stop doing what you're doing. But they might say something along the lines of make sure you don't end up like those guys, <laughs> like a mafia I way mean, of going like, you don't end up like Johnny Two Shoes over there. <laughs> like, you know, what something you like what that. Do you say? Yeah. What do you hear? What but do you say? I, I, I really do think the fallout from cyberpunk has caused a lot of studios to kind of. Sure. Really look at their game before release. But like sure, God of sure. War is going to be a big game, but it's not going to be a level of cyberpunk. They, there's a lot less they have to really worry about. The game is, I guarantee the game is already polished. We talked about that yesterday when we were recording. Guarantee they, it's, already, like there's it's, no, ready, it's ready to go. There's no open world aspect, really. Like, I mean, not I, in the sense linear. of, it, yeah. but it's not in the sense of like a cyberpunk where it's like a GTA level of go and just kill anybody you, imagine, you want. Though? Could you imagine if they did that for this game? I'd be like, what? I'd be, if I'd it be worked well though because you know it's just it, it's so it's I would say it's also way more story centric than cyberpunk like cyberpunk you had all these side yeah. quests granted God of War does too but like they all flow one, the one where you just fuck a excuse <laughs> fuck me a Greek goddess you don't remember those side those side quests I didn't uh, the only games? God of War games I played was la- the last one it's 2018 so, I never played the original so stuff I remember three, that though 
I remember yeah, that. You there was a mini game. Like secret areas. Yeah. And it would give you a health a health buff. Oh, because that's Kratos how that works. Plays pipe and he gets a bit of a health buff. It's like a GTA level of idea. <laughs> For me, it's the opposite. I do that and I fall asleep. Anyways, I'm old. Evan, what are we talking about today, dude? <laughs> well, we are zooming, racing, if you will, right into the today's topic, which is racing. I've screwed that one up. Um, yeah, we're talking about racing games in general. Uh, I certainly play more racing games at this point in my life than I ever have before. I know I play more racing games than than you do at this point you often yeah, play other do. other games in general uh, a lot of older titles and just you games with friends i wasn't gonna make a joke but if you keep talking like you, that right? i will <laughs> um, okay, i love you sorry uh, um yeah no we're we're talking about racing games in general and more specifically just because i played them mostly because it's my style of racing that i really enjoy formula one um yeah I do play other styles of racing, though. I do play. I do play Forza. I prefer the Horizon games, but I am excited to play Motorsport uh, when it comes out okay. later this year. I'm excited to play. I play Assetto Corsa. Um, I have dabbled in some of the more simulator-heavy stuff, like R Factor and I Racing. Although I don't really like them, just because they're kind of like I told you about DCS a while ago, where you have to pay for the yeah. planes. I Racing's the same thing. You pay for the tracks, mm. you pay for the cars, and like they're all some decent, it. decent, you know, cash that you got to put into it to get, to really enjoy it. What's what's the most expensive you have to put into that game? I think for it depends. I think that tracks are like twelve bucks, and cars are okay. around the same, a little bit more. It's not like DCS. DCS each plane is eighty bucks. Like that's. They are also, again, and this I think goes for iRacing as well, all the tracks are laser scanned and all that kind of stuff. So, so there was a lot of work put into it. I get that. But so if you, put it, if you put it on a spectrum, on the left, let's say you have your arcade games, and your okay. arcade games are your burnouts and Need for Personal Speed, of mine. the crew, a lot of those types of things. In the middle, I would say you kind of have your Forzas, your F1s. Um, Gran Turismo, maybe? Yeah, I never I haven't played Grand Turismo in a long time, but yeah, I'd probably throw it onto there. And then on your far right, I would have you you have your iRacing R Factor. Um, very simulator heavy. I even told you, I'm gonna told you about this the other day, where I think it was a NASCAR driver who was playing iRacing and he's like, you know, our cars are actually a lot more forgiving than what you show in your game. Like Damn, okay. So he was like, Hey, he's he's us. like our he's like our our cars aren't gonna be as like I don't know if I don't remember the context of how he was saying yeah, it, but I mean, he, was, he was basically like, "You're not gonna like just screw up because you make one little mistake necessarily." I guess he's like, okay. "You can you can kind of go a little bit further than you might have to, and you're not gonna completely destroy the car." So you may flub, but it's not how it is in the game. Then yeah, yeah, you you might screw so, up, but it's not gonna be as bad as the game portrays it, where it's look, kind of like now your race is over. Okay. That makes sense. Well, let me ask you this then. Sure. For someone like me who's not into racing games, the, the only games I really enjoyed racing wise, and it sounds stupid, I suppose, but I, I did have fun playing those Mario Kart games. I had fun playing Burnout, the arcadey racing games, even GTA. Like, I had fun racing in GTA and shit like GTA that. GTA racing like, is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I played five. What is it, though, for you? that because you do watch f1 on on the weekend like when at when you know prelim race and then you watch the I, race yeah race i watch yeah I, wa 
I watch the the practices if I can, if I have the if the time is right, just because they're all over the world. So if um, I'm able to, I watch the practices. I almost certainly make uh, make it. I make myself available to watch qualifying, which is nice because they're typically on Sundays. So I may or uh, so Saturdays. How are, so how I am with uh, Premier League, you are with F1. Yes. Um, yeah, although, what is like, about these games, though, man, like that I enjoy that, so much. Like, what about you, them? It's like if you yeah. had to like tell someone like me, like, hey, here's a game you should try. I will walk you through it. This is why I enjoy it. Try it. For someone like me who's not a consumer of these games at all, I, again, you know what the games I play, but if you had to try to hook me into a game like this, what would you say to someone like me? Because, like, I, I'm just not interested at all in any, pretty much any facet of sports gaming. You're not I into. don't get into unless it's FIFA. All right. So for me, there is nothing, nothing to me in terms of gaming more satisfying than beating someone in a race, especially okay. online. Like there is, there was no, the first time I did an online race in the newest F1 game, it was the July 4th weekend. So July 4th that they had the, the, uh, British grand prix. So it was in Silverstone, okay. great track. Um, and every week, if there's a grand prix that week, every week, what they do is their weekly event is that track. So, for instance, this week, it's the French Grand Prix. Um, so what you do for these things on weekly events is that for a certain amount of days, they have practice. And then you can practice on the track with the settings that they're going to have or your own assists, however you want to do it. And then <clears throat> on a certain day or two, you have qualifying. You go and you qualify and you qualify into the leaderboard. And that qualifier, you get points for it. You get put on a leaderboard. And then I think on Saturday and Sunday, you have races. And races are, they're scheduled. So when you go in and you go into the weekly event, it's going to say the next race is in 50 minutes. The next race is in an hour. The next race is in two hours. And you go into those and then you race. And I did my first weekly event race. I had qualified. And I think I got, in terms of my qualifying qualifying out of 1,000 people, I got 360. Um, Sweet. That's That's pretty good. Um, and then for the race, I did one race. I didn't do any, and you're allowed to do multiple, but the risk of that is, is that say you do really good in one race, but you think you can do better. So say you get third, but you think you can get first, you just had a bad start or you just weren't on the pace very well. You can go and you can do another race, but you're going to forfeit your previous score. So you're kind of rolling the dice there. So if you screw up, that's it. You're out. Um, and so I'd only did the one and the one I did, I think I started in 12th. And I, at this point in my time of playing, I didn't use manual gear shifts. I just did automatic because I just wanted to focus on just getting the, the line right, time. following, getting my pace well. And I started in 11th. And for whatever reason, I totally botched the start and forgot to shift my car out of neutral. So I'm just sitting on the starting line. Cars are going past me. And if they're going through me, they go through me. I turn into a ghost car. I start, finally, I start and I start moving. I'm in 16th, 17th place. By the end of this lap, because of, I would say, because I am decently skilled at it, because of the okay. people I was, the people I was watching racing in my race, I was like, how do you not know what to do? I'm like, gotcha. okay. if you're holding a controller, it's right trigger to go, left trigger to break, follow the line. That's all you got to do. Wait, you're playing in that behind you, correct? No. This, oh, this, you're playing with your controller. 
This Grand Prix was with my controller. So at this first lap, which is it's a 25% race, so it's only 13 laps. Um, so there's a little bit of tire management. You kind of got to be decent on it, and you do have to pit once. Um, in that first lap, I went from 16th. People screwed up. I passed people. I got into th- fourth position okay. in one lap. And then I just slowly made up. I lost a place. And then that guy crashed out because he went too fast. So he spun out and he hit the barrier. So he was just done for. He wasn't going to catch up. And then I right. ended. I passed another guy and I ended up in third because I had time penalties. So for my first race, I ended up in third and my leaderboard position was 99th out of a th- out of like 5,000 people. So and you even flubbed it. I flubbed it at the start. I screwed it up. Like I was, I was cursing myself. I was like, how did I screw this up? But I got to say, when you get that, there is nothing like it. It's like, oh my God, because okay. I'm, I'm racing. And at the, inherently, think of it this way, right? You play basketball, you play soccer. There are people that are inherently going to be stronger than you. They're going to be taller. They're going to be faster. And in cars, just like that, cars aren't all created equal. But in F1 games, they are. There, there is equal performance. Okay. So I don't know how they do it for the weekly events, but I know that for the F1 esports crew, if I'm not mistaken, like their their leagues, if I'm not mistaken, they have equal performance set because you have to have 16 drivers and they take up all the official so it's teams. Skill based. It is skill based, and it's all about it's all about your your pace. There's so you know when you play. All right. So you know when you look at FIFA and you know how like there are stats for each player. Like Ronaldo, they have, Messi, like you see, they have a, they have a number, they have a rating. It's like ninety nine, and then it shows yep. their offense, defense, kicking, passing, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So for racing, same thing. Racing, there's obviously different things. You have um, awareness, which is just being aware, not getting penalties, all that kind of stuff. Racecraft is just overtaking. How good you are at overtaking, overtaking pace. Pace is how fast you are. Pace is important. It's just okay. You have the pace. You have the pace. Um, and then that all feeds into a rating. So it's similar in a lot of ways to games like that, but it's a different feeling because it, it almost feels harder to, to beat someone in a better car or to beat someone in a car that is equal to yours. If they're, if they're better at breaking into corners or they're, they're better at just straight line speed and you have to make that up through certain areas, I feel like it's harder, but it's almost more equal. Okay. Which makes it even more satisfying when you win and you beat someone. Like I when I was playing and I did that race, I yelled when I when I got third place. Like I like threw my hands up. I was excited. Like because I'm not a competitive person in the sense of sports. I never played sports growing up. And I I watched racing to a degree, but I never cared that much about it because I never did it personally. I did go-karts sometimes, but that was it. Right. So watching F1, it's the same thing. I, when I was watching the Silverstone Grand Prix, I was like live texting you as I was watching it. And every yeah, time I somebody that. I liked like passed somebody else, I was screaming. I was excited. And just like that in F1 games, I yesterday I was in the worst car on the grid and I had the difficulty set to, I think, expert. I went through a 10 season race and I ended up being the driver's world champion because I just practiced. I practiced at Sweet. my shifting. I practiced at my braking. I, I practiced at straight line speed, just coming out of the corner correctly, because that's another thing, too, is that it's just these little, little mistakes that can screw your time up. And that's what makes it so impressive as well. And if I wanted to get somebody like you into even watching F1, I'd be like, just think about how hard it is to do some of these things and how like you it's like watching the Olympics. You watch somebody yeah. do this incredible triple dive and they give them like an eight. 
but you would easily give them a 10 because you know you couldn't do that. It's the same thing for right. this, where it's like, he just came out of that corner. Yeah, well, he came out of that corner a little slow. He lost a hundred, you know, a tenth of a second. And it's like, that's how good they are because that that's little insane. mistake makes that big of a difference. It, co- it so, costs it, cost it, yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't, if I was trying to get you into racing, I wouldn't necessarily throw you into F1 anyway. I'd be like, play some other. I would throw you into games like Forza, like Motorsport, that was not my Horizon. Next question. Where would you tell someone like me to start? I'd play games that are a bit more free in the sense of like, so I would say Forza Horizon, do some races because you have a lot more variety of cars. You have, you know, you have your your oldies, you have your more modern stuff, you have your hypercars, supercars, you have the, you know, 90s BMWs, like all these other sorts of things that you can kind of roll around with and just kind of see what you like. I would put you into something like that and then probably go from Horizon into the regular Forza because then you have track-based racing. Um, which is a bit different in some senses and it's a little bit more bunched up and then and then I would throw you into F1 because you would see the difference immediately because if I just threw you into F1 you'd be like oh this is just it but if you go and you play Forza you're going to be like oh well that's I mean for a car that fast you had to brake pretty you know pretty far away and it's like F1 cars will go faster and will brake much later because of how much downforce they produce which is another part of it that is so exciting to me and I think could excite a lot of other people is just how incredible these machines are. Like, right. you trying to drive, for example, like, imagine trying to drive one, right? You'd probably start slow. You'd probably, you know, just kind of get your bearings a little bit, maybe go 60, 70 miles an hour. But the cars wouldn't let you do that. The cars don't want you to do that. The cars want you to go 180 because they work better okay. when you go faster. Gotcha. The faster... Okay. The faster you go, the more downforce they produce, which means the faster they're able to go through corners. So uh, you play, for instance, if I were to put you on a track in Forza and I'd play that same track in F1, you would have to break down to like 40, 50 miles an hour going through a certain turn. I would be able to go 90, 100 miles an hour because of how much downforce the F1 cars produce. So you would have, have to go then. Yeah, yeah. So like I would definitely want to throw somebody into like a lighter edge of the pool. Like, yeah, have some fun with this car, this car, you know, drive some Lambos, some Ferraris around. Okay, now let's put you in an F1 car and see how you do, because you're going to have a different, you kind of know the, you know, distances that you have, the braking lines and all that, or, you know, the braking points and all this other kind of stuff. But then you are able to adjust because you have some experience in racing, but yet you can, you can be a bit more free with it almost, I guess. Forgiving almost. I don't know if I'd call it. It depends on your definition of, of forgiving in a sense, because I find some some of those racing like some of those tracks in F1 to be just downright not forgiving at all. And I gotcha. could get better. I could probably do better in a Forza game, but I just love F1 due to just it's the sound. It's the allure of it. You know, it's the excitement of it all. Like at the end of the day and why a lot of people liked it back in the day, too, just dangerous, you know, right. All sports are inherently dangerous to a degree. But we could all say without a doubt that soccer maybe isn't as dangerous as F1 or absolutely not. You know, tennis is inherently not as dangerous as any form of racing, really, to a degree. I mean, you always have this extra danger, right? You have metal cars. You're going way faster than than anything else. So that a human um, should be. Yeah, right. Um, So, yeah, like and I know because I played burnout as well, like you. Um, and that's kind of what I did growing up. I played a lot of burnout. I never played Mario Kart. I was never a fan of that stuff. I never liked a lot of the power ups. Like I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like an asshole. <laughs> like 
even GTA racing. I hated GTA racing in GTA five to a degree because all anybody ever did is if they were going to lose, they would just spin you out. Yeah, they'd fuck you up. So there was a double edged sword of that because I didn't like the fact that anybody would just permit, uh, pit maneuver you. But I didn't like having the like ghost cars on because then you can't slipstream people. So you can't inherently yeah. catch up. So that's also why I liked it. Why I grew to like it rather was that you could slipstream into people and you could catch up to them. Now it's all up to you as the driver. Do you pit maneuver them and be an asshole? Do you try and avoid their pit maneuver and maybe screw up? Or do you just outsmart them completely and just let them like, for instance, make it look like you're just going to go into a corner head on. You break in time and they don't. And now they're crashed out and you go ahead. Like you can look up videos of that, of people doing that in F1 because there are so many dirty drivers that'll just go just straight line it into a corner knowing that you're going to turn there. And if you just drag it to the left a little bit, they're going to go way past you. And it's just even more satisfying. Like, well, yeah, I love I love racing. (laughs) I just love F1. To top the episode off, because we did say it was going to be a shorter episode, is there any series of games that you'd like to see make a comeback that you don't think has really been doing well or has been sidelined? Or is there anything that you'd want to see from F1? And then we will top this episode off nicely and we will all go play video games and Evan will go play F1. Like, I don't know if I'd like to see a series of games come back, but what I would like to see... Better question to add on to what I would like to see from the future of Formula One games. I'd love to see classic cars. I'd okay. love to see classic. Show me like the the Ferraris and McLarens and, and Williams of like the 90s, 80s, even the early 2000s, just because those were so fast for the time and so interesting. I mean, and to put it into context, now you have 1.6 liter V6 F1 cars with... Right. Uh, an electric motor and all that kind of stuff. So they produced around like, I think 750, 800 horsepower. I think in the nineties they had a McLaren that had a V12 that was producing 1200. So inherently way more dangerous because they did not have like the, at the end of the day, they still didn't have good safety equipment. Like Back now, no. now you wouldn't even allow You wouldn't be allowed to start a race if you had like a not legal regulation helmet. But back in the day, people would wear lighter helmets because that's how much of a difference it made was to wear a lighter helmet that wasn't regulation. And sadly, we we lost a couple people because they didn't wear proper helmets. And right, so they, right. they ended up uh, dying. But to, to make it clear, I'd love to see those classic cars, even those classic drivers in the game. Because we, we used to have those in older F1 games, but they've, I don't know if they've lost the licensing and there's no way to get them back. Or now that Codemasters, who makes the grid games, the F1 games, um, now that they're owned by EA, I don't foresee them doing anything for the fans at any point in time because they already started doing that. They added in supercars for this newest game, and it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> some people really like it. They're like, it's so cool because they're so different from Formula One cars. It's like, yeah, go play fucking Forza. Go play Grid. Right. Go play Gran Turismo. <laughs> like, go play any game that has those right. because, you know, I don't really care to see them. I can play them in any other game. game. Yeah, I, well, that's like... yeah. It's like dropping me into, you know, playing like, I don't know, like street football or something like that in a Madden game or something like that. Or like, you know, it just completely defeats the purpose. It's like, I don't the entire experience. Yeah. Like, for instance, I would rather not see street football. I'd rather see like maybe classic scenarios of older, really legendary football games. Like leather, leather helmet shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not even have to play the full game, but just like, okay. 
here's the scenario. It's, you know, 1976. It's the, you know, it's the Super Bowl. And here's like, you know, you're down by this many points. You got to make it back in two minutes. You know, something like that. You know, okay. they used to do that for older F1 games where you had scenarios. And you'd be like, all right, you're in the best car in the grid, but you're at the back of the grid. So make up your place in three. Make it, make it up to first in three laps. You know? Okay. I'd love to see things like that. And yeah, older cars and older tracks. I'd love to see a lot of that stuff. But instead, we got something where I can make my character look cool like a sim. So, and I had to pay money for it. So thanks, EA. I hope you Thank burn you, to EA. the ground. Not uh, physically. I just hope that your company doesn't make it anymore. Yeah, we hope you fizzle. Is there anything yeah. else you want to add in, or are you good for this episode, Mr. Evan? No, nah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. All right. Like I said, God damn it. We ended off on just shitting on EA. I just, we just want to do this quick little episode to really get you guys in gear. Uh, I hate this guy. Right, go, go, Nick. Uh, for this next season of WASD and Beyond, uh, we're going to be working hard to pump out episodes and stay consistent. Last year, we did pretty good. A couple missed weeks, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, so sure. we're going to do our best to stay consistent. Keep giving you guys episodes that you get, that you want. Anything you want to hear, just please add us. Hop into the server. Let us know what you guys want to hear. Again, Spawn Camp Discord is where it's at. Tell us what you want to hear from us. We will do it. And uh, yeah, guys, until next week, take it easy. Be safe. Stay cool. Drive fast. Yeah, drive fast. Be yes. safe, though. Yeah, be safe. Yeah. Don't hurt nobody. Yeah, we need those. We need those views. So make sure you come back. Exactly. Take it easy, guys. See you. This is the WASD and Beyond podcast.